well-known tech names like Box, $1.7 billion, Fitbit, $3.1 billion, and Yelp, $3 billion. Twilio's coming out party sends a multi-billion dollar signal that building communications functions into apps is both vital and easier than ever, which in turn promises to make every smartphone in the world even smarter. Lawson is aware of the potential. As part of the IPO celebrations, he gave each of his more than 650 employees a t-shirt with a simple message. Day 1 About a year after Lawson and two friends founded Twilio in 2008, Lawson was invited to introduce it at a popular networking mixer called the SF New Tech Meetup. Rather than talk about an inherently difficult-to-explain technology, Lawson decided to let the Twilio software speak for itself. In front of a thousand people, Lawson began telling his story while simultaneously coding a Twilio app, a simple conference line. In just a few minutes, he opened an account and secured a phone number, and after writing a handful of lines of code that everyone in the room could understand, his conference line was up and running. Lawson then asked everyone to phone in, and just like that, a mob of developers was on a giant conference call. Lawson then added some more code, and his app called everyone back to thank them for participating. As phones throughout the room began buzzing, the crowd went wild with enthusiasm. He is the let-me-show-you-what-we-can-do type of exec, says Byron Dieter of Bessemer Venture Partners, an early backer who has become Twilio's largest shareholder. There's no bravado and no ego, and that gives him a special charisma and authenticity. Lawson's parlor trick did more than generate industry buzz. It epitomized a developer-centric business strategy that has fueled its growth. Twilio is exceedingly simple to use and charges no upfront fees, so programmers often use it to test an idea or product. Pretty soon, that product scales and turns into a six- or seven-figure account that required no traditional sales process. We onboard developers like consumers and let them spend like enterprises, Lawson says. Like others that have embraced developer-driven marketing, Amazon for computing services, Stripe for payments, New Relic for analytics, Twilio benefits as companies increasingly turn to software for differentiation. As that happens and companies hire more developers, they come in with Twilio in their tool belt, Lawson adds. Given this ethos, all new Twillians, as the company's employees call themselves, endure a rite of passage. They have to create a Twilio app and present it to the whole company. And no, the assistants and marketers and lawyers aren't exempt. Non-engineers learn the ABCs of coding a Twilio app as part of an onboarding boot camp. On a recent Wednesday evening, a few dozen staffers hunched over catered Vietnamese pho in the company's cafeteria-cum-kitchen in San Francisco's south-of-market tech hub cheer a handful of newbies as they unveil their handiwork. Most of the apps are goofy. One answers text queries with a Simpsons gif. Another allows users to text a math problem and promptly delivers an answer from Wolfram Alpha, a web-based knowledge engine that does computations. The takeaway, however, is serious. Anyone can build a Twilio app. After each presentation, Lawson, dressed in his usual jeans, sneakers, and a dark fleece vest over a button-down shirt, officially turns them into Twilio's version of a varsity letterman. Here's your track jacket! Lawson also hands them a Kindle, which comes with $30 in monthly credit. 
We want to encourage people to invest in themselves, he says. The CEO has been investing in himself from a young age. Growing up outside Detroit, he started a business in middle school, filming and editing event videos, mostly bar mitzvahs. By the time he graduated high school, he'd moved up to black tie weddings, pulling in as much as $5,000 on some weekends. Lawson began coding in college at the University of Michigan and got his first paid programming gig while still a freshman. Soon after, Lawson launched his first internet startup, Versity.com, which published notes from the biggest courses on campus. As Versity gained traction and pulled in advertising revenue, Lawson dropped out of school, raised money from venture capitalists, moved the company to Silicon Valley, and expanded the business to about 200 campuses. In 2000, as the dot-com wave was cresting, Versity was acquired by a competitor, collegeclub.com, which had filed for an IPO.